Hi, this is Adrian. This is Lisa. This is Ben. This is Clive. This is Chris. And you're listening to the Wood Fired Oven Podcast with Mark Gosselin. Chicken, leek, ham, hot pies, pork belly strips, sesame loaf, lasagna, wood fired oven meatballs. Oh, we're so going to get into that later. I'm sitting across the table today with an incredible wood fired oven home cook. If you're on Instagram or a member of my Woodfight Oven Chronicles Facebook group, you've probably come across today's guest in your feed. His bright red, and I mean bright red oven, is sitting majestically beside us here against the gorgeous lush green fields behind it. Today's guest has an obvious passion for his family heritage, food and cooking outdoors with fire, and his stunning Woodfight Oven. What an amazing place you have here. Chris Vozo, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, thank you for letting me come to your house. Oh, thanks for coming to my house. <laughs> You're very welcome. Away. <laughs> Chris, you've got an impressive Instagram feed. Oh, thanks. Uh, full of wood-fired oven food. Uh, Chris, tell the listeners where they can go to follow you on Instagram. Il Forno Rosso. Okay. And is it all one word? Oh, yeah. It's Il, for- Il underscore Rosso. Il underscore Forno Forno underscore Rosso. <laughs> Is that right? No. Hey, yeah. you know, you want to be sure you got it right. That's because right. people will go to it and click follow. And and make sure you do follow Chris's feed. It's uh, it's a staggering. Okay, you got it there on your yeah, phone? Yeah, got it. So it's Ill underscore Forno underscore Rosso. Okay. Yeah. And when you get there, you'll see that the uh, icon is your big bright red oven. Yeah. All right, so you can't miss it. That's it. It's, it's the brightest red oven on Instagram, I think. It's <laughs> Definitely go give uh, Chris a follow. He is one of the most prolific uh, Woodfoot oven cooks I have ever come across. The variety of food you cook is staggering, and the volume of food, we'll, we'll get into that, the volume of food you cook is staggering too. The other day I came across your Woodfoot oven uh, meatball post, oh. and see, that's my kind of food, like, you know, gorgeous, saucy, slow-cooked food. Uh, so we're going to talk about that later, nice. if you're happy. Is that all right? Yes. We can talk about that. Yeah, that's great. I'm also uh, sitting in front of an amazing platter of food. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. Thank you very much, uh, Chris and your lovely wife, for putting that together. Oh. And you've cooked something. And, uh, the oven's on, which is yeah. – I wasn't expecting that. No, I can't have it off when you're here. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's gorgeous, and it's about three metres away from me, and I'm looking at a gorgeous platter. Now, you've cooked a couple of things, I think, on this platter. Yeah. Um, yeah. What have you cooked here? So we got – we got the steak there, the tomahawk. Yeah, gorgeous. And uh, and you cooked that really well. Oh, well done. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was really worried. <laughs> no, was, oh, Mark's coming. It better be no, cooked well. No, no, it tastes amazing. <laughs> you do well there. That's good. And what have you got in the uh, – is this a Kizuela pot that you got there? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a um, that's an Italian – little Italian pot. That's um, gorgeous. Supposed to put beans in it, but anyway. Oh. Um, it's just some – uh, camembert in there, yeah, cooked in the wood oven. So I haven't done that before. Did, did have you done cheese before in your oven? Yeah, no. This is one of the things our family loves because you can get a cracker and just shove it in there, and grab a whole heap of cheese out. And, oh yeah, yeah fantastic. Put a That's bit of great. honey in it and oh, garlic. Oh yeah. man, have you tried making cheese? No, no, no. Uh, cheese, cheese is good. I've made camembert. I've made brie. It's actually, in terms of a cheese to make, it's actually quite easy to make. It's fun. You should try that. It's, it's, I will have to. It's a, it's a bit easy just to go to Coles. Do you have Coles in this part of the world? Uh, we, we do have Coles in Warwick, but down in town in Stanford, we've got Woolies and Aldi and okay and yep. IGA. So. Oh, you're spoiled down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the amount of food you cook is is, is impressive. Uh, so definitely go check out uh, Chris's uh, Instagram feed. I'll leave uh, details in the show notes as well. So we'll just set the scene for the listeners. All right, so uh, I've just finished a three-hour drive from Brisbane, and uh, uh, we're in the south of Queensland. We're very close to the New South Wales border, yeah, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. the border's just over there. Is it? Yeah. Like just over the fields just there? Over the fields. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. yeah. So we're almost in New South Wales. Yeah. Uh, it turns out, according to Uncle Google, that uh, this part of the world is about 2,700 feet above sea level. So it must get pretty cold here yeah. in winter? Yeah, it, it, it gets cold. Um, you, you basically just got to keep your jumper on all winter. <laughs> do, do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless you've got heating inside, then uh, that's, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. okay. So – yeah, we sort of wear T-shirts in winter up in um, up in the big smoke. Uh, do you get up to Brisbane much? Oh, we we like to um, probably once a month. We oh, yeah. probably get up there. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, um, yeah, but slowed down with COVID. And, well, yeah. this is the first time I've driven this direction, and uh, I was telling you just before we hit record on the show. Uh, so I'm from New Zealand, and uh, I was brought up in Canterbury, which is in the South Island of New Zealand, and driving out uh, over the, the hills, the Great Dividing Range. Yeah. Uh, it was really green. We had a lot of rain, haven't we? Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and it, but it was it reminded me of of, of back home and, and NZ. Awesome. So it was a beautiful, beautiful drive out. Yeah, really, it's stunning, isn't it? I'm, I'm glad it was like that for you because a couple of years ago or even a year ago, it would have been brown. Really? <laughs> yeah, drought. yeah. So with the with the, the floods that happened in, in, in Brisbane six, seven weeks ago, did you get much rain out here itself? We got a bit of rain. Did you? Um, but obviously not as much as you guys had. Yeah, it was um, it was horrendous actually. I mean, serious flooding uh, where we live. Uh, a, a portion of the suburb we live, uh, hundred houses got lost under the under the floods. That's it was horrible. Eh? It was it was horrible. And I remember that morning uh, driving to the airport to, to go to work, and as we took off out of uh, out of Brisbane Airport in the right turn, looking out the window, and and Brisbane literally looked like it was underwater. I've never oh, seen man. anything like that in my life. It was scary stuff, you know. That's it was crazy. That's amazing. But anyway, on the bright side, you get lovely green, lush grass, which is <laughs> – and this this is this is just – oh, my gosh, what a beautiful spot you got here. I'm just glad it, it, the, the weather was great for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me too. I said to my wife uh, yesterday as we were uh, getting ready to, to come out, I said, oh, man, it would be just nice to see the countryside without – Bucket loads of rain, so <laughs> no, we, are, we are pretty lucky here. Uh, Chris, uh, for the listeners' benefit, we are sitting outside uh, in your gorgeous patio area uh, in front of your um, beautiful uh, wood-fired oven, and it does look suspiciously familiar to me, your wood-fired <laughs> oven. Um, tell the listeners uh, what specific oven you've got. Well, I've got the D105 yeah. from the Melbourne Firebrick Company. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's familiar because it's exactly the same <laughs> oven as mine. That's right. <laughs> the, the main difference, though, to be fair, is yours is bright red and mine's like a whitish cream. So I think your colour's great. Tell me why you painted it red. Oh, I don't know. I just I've always... you tell me that. Well, I'm going to have a piece of steak, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've always just liked red ovens. I don't know what it is, um, and probably because it's one of the colours of the Italian flag, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your Instagram uh, profile name. What does that uh, translate to? That's the uh, red oven uh-huh. in Italian. Yeah. And, and there you go. <laughs> but that steak is really good. Oh, um, and so if you could have smell vision no, smell of podcasting. <laughs> Sm- yeah, it's oh, smell. It yeah. smells fantastic and tastes amazing. Yeah, I'm just going to have to wait until I finish it. <laughs> I'm glad I cooked it well for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the D105, yep, it's the same oven as mine. It's a fabulous kit from the Melbourne Firebrick Company uh, here in Australia. Uh, ben, the owner of the Melbourne Fibre Company, came on the show a couple of weeks ago, and it was really great to sit down with him and uh, have a chat uh, with uh, him as well. Tell me, uh, Chris, a little bit about the decision-making process you went into uh, about choosing the D105. Why did you choose this oven? There are other kits uh, out there. Yeah, well, it comes down to value at the end of the day mm. um, and how well-built it was and how well-designed it was. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a good-looking oven, eh? Oh, yeah. yeah, and I, I think they came out around 2008, the Firebrick Company. Mm-hmm. 
I remember seeing the photos of, of these ovens when they first come out and going, oh, I really want one of those. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah really nice. Just, I love the brick inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how Ben's designed it. It's just, yeah, it's a talking point when people come over. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and I think too, you know, because uh, he, he does a pre-cast version and he does his, his, his precision cut brick ovens, which is what we've got. They're both beautiful ovens. For me, and I guess, look, sitting in your patio area here, uh, looking into the mouth of the oven, it's not dissimilar to me at home. So I'll have to put the fire on, uh, have a glass of wine, sit in my oven, and enjoy the the visual aspect of it as well. And that's a huge part of me and the value of the oven, I think, too. You can see the fire licking up the back of the bricks. Yep. And, and it does look amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. It, it really does. It's a focal point of the area. Mm. Yeah, It sure is. How did you get this one-ton kit all the way out here uh, to this part of the world from Melbourne? Oh, well, they... They deliver it, so you, you buy the oven and you get it delivered. They deliver it right to your house, which I thought was really – that was one of the pluses, you know, just come straight to your house yeah. and um, it's right there for you. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. Uh, I was worried when I ordered mine that um, I'd have to go to a depot somewhere, get a trailer, put it on the trailer, bring it out home. But, yeah, same as us. The, the, the truck driver delivered it right to the front door and yep. all I had to do was get my wheelbarrow and go brick by brick almost out to the backyard. But that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so not everyone's got a, a wood-fired oven as big as a D105 in their backyard, nor does everybody enjoy cooking with fire. Where does that come from for you? Why have you got a, a, a wood-fired oven in your backyard? Is it is it your upbringing? Is it your, your, your other family members got one? Where does that come from? Well, I think ever since I was a kid, you know, like always a fire bug, always at barbecues, poking sticks in the fire and running around and getting in trouble. So you're allowed to play with fire as a kid, were you? <laughs> well, I was until I got caught. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the same as me. Oh, I got, I remembered I got in trouble. Anyway, not my story. <laughs> so uh, that's where, you know, as a kid, just always fascinated in fire. Mm, <laughs> and mm. um, once I figured out you can cook with it as well. You know, seeing seeing me family with barbecues. So, so your your parents had a barbecue. Yeah. So, dad built one out of out of just clay bricks. Yep. And nice um, old school. Yeah, it's actually there's a photo of that on my feed. The one Is that there? the one that he built in the nineties. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, Let's check it out. Yeah. So if you if you want to have a look at it, yeah, it's just, nice one. It's not a pizza oven, yep. but it's it's like a backyard job. Yeah, like, but it looks really cool. It's got an arch and oh yeah. nice, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good so stuff. Used to cook on that all the time. Yeah, when I was a, when I was a teenager, when I was allowed to yeah. start cooking. Yeah, you know, right. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think my, some of my earliest memories too are um, uh, the old man with his uh, his fire barbecue out the in the backyard, and you know, or maybe going to scouts in the bonfire on the beach. Uh, some some great memories of playing with fire and doing stuff you shouldn't do with fire as a little boy. That's no, good. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. So, what's your heritage? You're an Australian, obviously. Yeah. Yes. I was born. I was born here, mm-hmm. and uh, Dad was born in Italy, in Calabria. Ah, down the south there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, mum was born in Munich in Germany. Oh, my gosh. So, okay, <laughs> so you've got Italian grandparents and you've got German, German grandparents. Yeah. Oh, you lucky I'm thing. fully fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are, aren't you? <laughs> oh, you got fire, food and heritage in your blood, <laughs> Chris. It. You lucky thing, yeah. So is that why we're seeing so much food come out of your I'd say so, yeah. yeah. I just grew up with the food. Food was just everywhere. You know, like when I was, when I was a kid, when I could first ride push bike, I'd ride to Nonna's place. So Nonna is Nonna your- is my dad's mum. 
Which is your Italian, Italian. grandmother? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I'd ride over to her place. Yep. Then I'd ride over to my German grandparents' place <laughs> and have dessert. <laughs> really? And then oh. I'd ride home and have dinner. Okay. So you were spoiled, right? Oh, you're, you're yeah. Pretty, Food-wise, yeah. Pretty spoiled. Yeah. What are some of your uh, your memories of some of the food that your your respective grandparents are they still with us? Uh, no. Um, Dad's sides. Uh, passed away, yep. and the German side are all still kicking. Okay, so, yeah. all right. So, in terms of your, say, your Italian heritage, uh, yeah. what are your, some of your memories of some of the foods that you uh, that you remember as a kid? Well, it's all the stuff Nonna cooks. Like it's the spaghetti, the, the meatballs, oh. pizza, uh-huh. and your your German side. Yeah, so German side, I, I always remember the sweets more. Yep. So the strudel, Oma would always make a strudel, and. That was just to die for. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just fresh, strudel. fairly authentic. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah, yeah, very good stuff. Have you tried that in your D one hundred and five? I haven't. No, haven't I have. Why not? not? Um, because you've just bought it up. That's, <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah, I was going to say I'm expecting that next week uh, in your Instagram feed. Good idea. I, I reckon uh, something like that would work well, perhaps. Uh, yeah. Puff. Does it strudel? No, is that puff pastry? Oh, it's it's sort of a it's a thin pastry. Is so, it? Yeah. Um, yeah, sort of. It's a thin pastry that goes around the whole thing. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nice and crispy. Okay. So it should work okay. It should, so yeah. there's no excuse then, right? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get on with some strudel. I really like strudel. I think you might have mentioned to me before we came on the show, uh, dumpling, dumpling soup and things. Oh, there. yeah. So yeah. that was from your German side too, yeah, right? They, yeah. Dumpling soup. That was awesome. Was um, it? It's just, uh, you know, your bread dumplings. You know? Yeah. But the, the soup was amazing. Like you don't normally like soup as a kid, yeah. but this soup, Everyone loved it. Really? Yeah, <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. Never forget that one. <laughs> so why did so so both your grandparents they respectively they came out to Australia? Yeah. yeah. So why did they come out? Why did well, they leave their homelands? Just just after a better life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not not much work left over there. So they yep. come over here, found work, and yeah. so when when roughly did they come out? In the sixties. Okay. Yeah, so it was early. well after the war. Yeah. yeah. After yeah. the war. Yeah. yeah. And they settled whereabouts in Australia? So they started down south and yep. worked their way up. So um, I never met Nono, but he he came over before the family came over. So that that was your uh, uh, dad's dad, grandfather. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I never met him, but yep. sure. Um, he came over and started cane cutting to make money for the family to move over. Right. Yeah. So then the the rest of the family were able to move over eventually. Be fair to say that cooking was was always a big part of your younger days, younger yeah. younger life with your with your grandparents and your dad, obviously. Mainly with Nonna. Like yeah, we'd always cook together from yeah. from as, as young as I can remember. We'd no, that's be cooking nice. together. Yeah. So um, you used to cook dinners together or yeah. family gatherings, did you? Yeah. yeah. So we, we'd cook a big feed up, and yeah. then Nonna would say. Go ring your family and invite them over for tea. Oh, well, that's <laughs> great. Yeah, that's neat. Hey? That's really great. Did uh, did Nonna pass on uh, recipes uh, to you? Is there a tradition in your family to write recipes down or have family recipe books? Is that something that you've you've done? That would have been awesome if we did that, but no. So no, the answer's no. <laughs> okay, but, well. but it's with Italian food, even four ingredients can make something oh, yeah. beautiful. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can remember most of what we did yeah. together and yeah. later on, when I cook something, I'll know if I've forgotten something because it won't taste like hers. So. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. and, and and I reckon smell. Uh, I might have mentioned this in season one somewhere, but the, the smell and and food very evocative for triggering memories. Yeah. Uh, it's um, I, th- I did a episode on cooking uh, beef cheeks in episode one, and uh, the smell of that and cooking in the red wine it mm. definitely reminded me of growing up in New Zealand with oh, the dry, yeah. dusty dirt and things. And so it does the same. It has that sort of imagery pullback yeah, for you, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You, you can tell when when Nonna's 
cooking really yeah it's, it's neat hey yeah, yeah that, that's it's nice yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool so your family was pretty big growing up yeah 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 so had both sides except for nono of course but both both grandparents and all the uncles and aunties on yeah. mum's side yeah and dad's side <laughs> have you had the opportunity to go back and uh, visit their their homelands oh i would have loved to but no, yeah, well, no. especially italy yeah. i would have loved to have gone over there yep mm-hmm. to see where Everyone was from, and mm. yeah, mm. Um, but no, I haven't. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, not, not yet. <laughs> we all have things that uh, we didn't like eating as a kid. Hmm. Uh, I remember my my nana. Um, she used to make us. She would turn up a little bit like the spread I'm looking at in front of me today. She would. You, you'd turn up at, at my grandmother's house, and the table would seem to me as a five year old be filled with cakes and biscuits yeah. and slices and things. Yeah. And I have vivid memories of that. But what she, one thing she did do, if she would come over and look after us and make our school lunches, she used to make honey and raisin sandwiches, which I thought were the most disgusting <laughs> things on the planet. Uh, that and Brussels sprouts. I haven't ever got over my oh, head of Brussels sprouts. I'm with you there. Oh, no. really? Oh, I don't like them. Oh, good. Because I was about to ask you. What do you remember as a kid that you didn't like well, being cooked for you? Brussels sprouts? I'll tell you what, my dad, he was sick. Mum wasn't home. He cooked, he cooked us up Brussels sprouts. Oh, that's horrendous. Um, broccoli. Yeah. Just this green soup. Yeah. So he uh, had the sounds, biggest smile on his face. Kids, disgusting. dinner. Disgusting. Oh, you know? yeah. They were like, oh, no, dad's smiling. Oh. This isn't going to be good. <laughs> so you haven't got over your hate of Brussels sprouts? You're, not really. No, I, just, I hate them. We are just talking about this last night, really? believe it or not. Yeah. A whole lot of us. And really? we're just like, nah, we can't eat them. No. Just, just horrible. I reckon life's too short <laughs> to, to, to don't eat bad. It's funny, though. My sister, um, she used to hate them as well. And now she's, you know, she. She eats them apparently, and much to my disgust, my mum keeps encouraging me to. Oh no, you might like them as an adult. Well, I'm almost fifty, and there's no way I'm going to waste. No, no. So, okay. Well, actually, it's nice to meet somebody who still yeah, doesn't <laughs> doesn't like those. Um, okay, so you're married. I've just yes. met your lovely wife. Yeah, uh, you've got three, three kids, kids. One on the way. You got one on the way. I noticed yeah. that. That's exciting. When when are we when are you due? Couple of months away yeah, by the looks, August, is it? Yeah, end, end of August. End of August. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, a bit of a surprise. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice surprise. <laughs> nice surprise. It's a nice yeah. surprise. It's great. Well, you, you certainly got lots of room here for the little ones to run around and chase yeah. snakes. Apparently, <laughs> I've, I've heard about that. Oh, have you? Well, yeah. I asked actually if uh, if I could expect to see any today. So, <laughs> being a, being a Kiwi, we grew up with long grass everywhere, and we never had to worry about walking in it. Oh yeah. And so yeah, I've been in Australia six years. I think I've seen. Maybe two snakes. Oh, okay. So, but they said, well, you might. Oh, well, <laughs> you I'd better not, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, you did tell me during the week, though, and I'm, I'm very sorry to be a great disappointment to your kids because I understand that they thought Channel 7 was coming to visit <laughs> Oh, today. that was funny. <laughs> yeah. was, what a gorgeous story that is. I don't know where they got it from. I'm certainly I'm- not TV crew. <laughs> I wish, kind of. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Even the principal believed it. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, so I got pulled up. But he came out to the car the other day and said, oh, so you're going to be on Channel 7? What time are you going to be on? <laughs> I said, what What are you talking about? He goes, oh, the kids have told me all about, you know, you, your wood-fired oven thing. It's going on to be on the news. And ah. I said, no, 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 no. no, no, no I'm no. sorry, kids. Yeah, sorry, Principal. <laughs> what what school is, uh, do your kids go to? It's uh, uh, Summit, the Summit um, State School. So, yep. Summit State School. Nice. Yeah. Well, hello, Summit State School. And sorry to be a disappointment there. <laughs> no TV crew today. How does having a, uh, well, you know, a, a larger family, a larger young family, how does that influence what you cook in your, in your wood-fired oven behind us? Uh, well, I suppose it's um, anything you cook in the wood oven tastes good. 
So it does, right? Yeah, yeah. Even if it's burned, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Fair yeah, sure you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So, <laughs> so that's what really helps me because I can just chuck something in there, and you know, it might be veggies, mm. and it'll come out tasting a million bucks because not Brussels sprouts. Yeah, just not <laughs> not those. No, no, <laughs> no. no. And the kids eat them because it's they, great. They taste good. Do they chip in? Do they uh, are they allowed near your oven to oh, cook? Yeah, they they love it. Yeah, right. and especially making pizzas. Um, Gigi's, she's the most excited one. Is she the, the, the little one? one? Yeah. Little one, yeah. Yep. And um, she's four. Yeah. She proudly <laughs> told me she was four before. That's exciting. Yeah, off to school soon. That's exciting. Yeah, next year she'll no, be off. That's to school. great. Yeah, yeah. good, good. <laughs> so they 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 get involved here. So we're sitting at this really long outdoor table, which is great. So I can just imagine this covered in flour and covered in pizza ingredients yeah. and toppings, and the kids getting stuck in. And yeah, well, during the cold months, it's all inside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we try and do it outside as much as possible. It's it's pretty windy up here in the summer, so okay, not today. Just, yeah, not There's today. There's no wind. Picked a really good day yeah, to come out. Man, it's amazing. You know, sometimes you you sort of find yourself nearly falling over from the wind, but right, okay. that's for me. It's pretty breezy, eh? <laughs> yeah. We'll make it inside, then quickly <laughs> run out and chuck it in, and run back inside. <laughs> How do you find the wind, particularly when it gets up? You must have cooked out here when it's windy. Oh, yeah. How do you find the oven deals with with the wind? Well, um, fortunately. It's built in a position where the wind comes from the back. Okay. So this handy. Um, yeah. Good planning. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's it's not too much of a problem. No, yeah. it's not. No. No. Does it snow here? Um, it snowed in 2015. Okay. Um, Were you here then? No. No. no okay. We've only been here three years. Okay. So, um, but yeah, no, just down there it snows. So okay. we don't get it here. Right. So. Uh, what about other things that your kids uh, get involved with 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 your oven? Because ha- not only having fire. In your outdoor area, but having a having a wood fired oven, which is it's, it's a very safe cooking vessel, I think for kids, yeah, right? Yeah, they, they've literally got to climb into it for it to be a problem, right? Yeah. And there's no way that can really happen, so it's no. very safe for, for kids, I think. Yeah. Um, but have they been involved in other dishes, other other things to cook? Well, they they can help with anything really. Mm. Like Rocco, he likes he likes helping out a fair. He likes helping me start the oven. I yeah, like. it's fun. That's a fun yeah. part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's always oh, he goes and grabs a chair so he can reach. And comes mm-hmm. out and sets himself up. Yeah, and, great. Um, he he wants to light it, so he grabs yep. you know he grabs the yep. the sticks and the paper and you know sh- start the fire and yep. he, and then I turn around, he's gone. So that, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Job done. <laughs> the rest is up to your dad. Yeah. <laughs> the hard work begins. Yeah. Lighting the fire is a lot of fun though. Yeah, it is. I, yeah, I, it's yeah. very exciting. Yeah, it is. It's, it's great. Yeah. Now I saw a blower when I turned up. Oh and yeah. Now, uh, t- yeah. I use something somewhere. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about that and how that helps you. Well, that comes in real handy because mm. especially um, when you're making pizza, mm. um, I found that I, I can brush the, the floor with the copper brush, but it, it still leaves that annoying layer of dust there. So I'll just grab the blower and on low and just mm. clear it away. Yeah, some people use a mop, but mm. I, don't use, well, I don't like using a mop. You don't like doing that? No, but this works great. Yeah, that never, works well. Yeah, yeah, nice. Never had a rock or anything. I I use a blower sometimes to help um, the light up process, just to yeah. hurry things along. So you don't have neighbours anywhere, <laughs> anywhere for about a thousand miles by the looks. <laughs> uh, I got neighbours about four meters away, and and so I've got a bit of a process that seems to work. I, I use the top down. Uh, lighting method. I light my fire at the top, and it, yep. it works its way down. And cool. I get a lot less smoke doing that. And after a time, I get a blower to help accelerate the logs at the bottom. And if I can get the oven up to temp as fast as I can, then I get virtually very little smoke anyway. But obviously, if you hear that's not not really a consideration. Yeah, that yeah. So smoke's not really an issue, especially when everyone's got their wood heaters on during winter. Yeah, right. Um, 
But, yeah, no, that does help, though. The blow is good for starting, especially when the wood's damp, like if it's rained the yep. night before and mm-hmm. it's gotten wet. You just need that extra bit of warmth to mm. get it on fire. It comes in handy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> oh, hello. I've got your gorgeous dog, your little puppy, is, is, oh, yeah. is attacking oh. me. Aren't you? Aren't you? Hey? Aren't you? Oh, you're just gorgeous, aren't you? Okay, let's have a chat now about your D105 specifically and – why you've got it located where it is. We've touched a little bit on about why you purchased the D105. And if you, if any of the listeners are out there considering uh, building a wood-fired oven, you really do have to consider uh, the D105 in your mix, uh, I think. It's a gorgeous oven. Um, tell me a little bit about your thought processes around the location of your oven, uh, its proximity to the house, uh, the kitchen, um, you've got it here on a on a huge base as well. Uh, so, t- yeah, tell us a bit about that process. Did did you build the whole thing yourself? Oh, uh, so we when we were building the house, I, I thought, oh, we might as well get the builder to to do the stand while he's here. Yep. You know, build it up with the bricks and handy. core fill it, and you know, yeah, and nice. then the, the concrete is that were actually here. They were really handy, so they they've done things like benches and stuff before. Mm. Um, so they formed it all up and did it. For me, so oh, how handy is that? Oh, yeah, and I was happy with it too. Well, it looks amazing. Uh, it, it, so tell the listeners what you've done to the the top of your base because that that is gorgeous shiny concrete you got <laughs> going on there. That's really really nice. Yeah, well, it started off not so good. I've got this stuff that um, that that peeled to start with. So so the so the the, the clear coat. Peeled? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a very good product. And um, I was a bit bit upset about that because oh, my area. Yeah, you know? I bet. I know. It's your domain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then I was talking to Joel. He's a guy on, I, I know on Instagram. Yeah. And he um he said, I'll try this Fortis stuff. And um, what was it? 419, I think it is. Fortis 419. Yep. And look at it. I, I just, I'm no, I couldn't be happier with it. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. And, and it probably uh, is pretty easy to clean up as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's 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 a shiny finish. So yeah, if anything lovely. spills on there, it's really easy to clean. Oh, and, yeah. and you can um, do your pizza dough on there, and it's just like heaven. Oh, oh, you know? just, yeah, fantastic! <laughs> it's designed for it. Um, you've got a feature on the left of your oven as well. Uh, so you've got a sink and a tap there. That's genius, actually. Oh, yeah. it just comes in handy. Yeah, yeah. It's, especially when you're cooking. Well, you were telling me before the show started that uh, you wash your dog in there. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not just for your cooking now, is it, Chris? <laughs> no, 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 it comes in other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi's had a bath in there oh, too. Really? Yeah, oh, really? That's so, great. Yeah, oh, that's great. It's outside. Yeah, she'll, she'll be embarrassed about that one day, but yeah, it's all probably. right. <laughs> uh, we wouldn't be good parents if we didn't embarrass them. Oh, no, absolutely right. You know, you have to embarrass your, your kids, especially the girls. Yeah. Um, I don't have a sink or a tap right next to my oven. I wish I did. Uh I think that's a great feature, actually. That would be really handy, just even for things, just washing a, a tea towel or or, yeah. or, or, or a cloth to, to wipe the landing down or washing your hands. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it's yeah. only consideration for people thinking about building. Yeah, it's definitely a plus because if you've got tongs and you're cooking two things, yeah. um, I, I find I can just put a bit of water in the sink, chuck the tongs in there, wash them, and, and go into the other dish, you know, without contaminating the other dish. Yeah, it's great. So, oh, it's just handy. You don't have to walk inside. And Yeah. 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 Oh, I think it's great. Um, in terms of your landing right out the front of the oven, uh, I was having a look earlier. You've, so you've put some – you've got about four tiles there. Yeah. Uh, tell me about the thought process, about the design process around that. Uh, well, Julie and I, we just, we just like rustic-looking stuff. Yeah. So yeah. – <laughs> yeah. 
So we went to the tile shop in town and they just had a chuck-out bin with these ones oh, on it. They didn't, so, did you pick them up, eh? So we just got them for five bucks and, yeah. and we used those as a landing. So, oh, that's great. And yeah. they look great. They look really nice. Oh, thanks, yeah. yes. So the, for the listeners, uh, we'll probably throw up a um, – uh, a picture of uh, of the front of the oven, but so they're white and black, and they're offset with the the, the red paint that you chose uh, as well, which I think looks really great. And actually, the the the, the red looks really nice against the uh, the black archway as well at, at the top. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes goes all right together. Is it its first coat of paint, the red? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there's only one coat on there. It's actually, you just reminded me we've got to put another coat yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I do. I need to do that with mine. So. It, uh, it turns out that your oven and my oven had very similar birthdays or birth yeah. dates. Uh, they're about the same age. Yeah. Uh, and mine's definitely about ready for uh, my neighbour, bless him, uh, about eight months ago was um, doing a bit of painting on his side of the fence with a spray gun. And <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, you can see what happened there. Oh, no. And it was a grey paint and, and I've got a white dome, right? So, <laughs> so I got little spots of little grey over it. Oh, no. He felt terrible. But it didn't matter. I said, no, it's just a coat of paint. Well, I haven't done it yet. So now that uh, I'm about to roar my oven back to life over the cooler season, it's, I might kick it off with a fresh coat of paint. That'd be quite nice. That would be nice. Make it look new again. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, yeah, there's nothing like it. It's like having a new car. Yeah, I oh, know. <laughs> it doesn't smell of leather. It smells, no. of, smells of wood. Uh, which, <laughs> <laughs> so you had the builders do the the, the base of the oven. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the plans under your oven? Was that were they plans that you designed yourself, or were they plans that I know Ben has put together a, a number of plan options, which I chose one of those for mine. Yeah. Uh, how did you come up with the design? So I, I showed the builder Ben's plans. Yeah. And um, the builder worked from them. Great. So because I wanted a, a sink in mine, it, it changed a little bit, so that you can see the uh, the differences in the. Yep. In the widths there, so yep. I, I I wanted to sink so it's it's a little bit bigger on that side than that side. Yep, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, I see. Yep. So yeah, a couple of little changes, but basically the same sort of lines of what Ben's yeah designs are. Yeah, and I just made the the benches a little bit wider. Yep. So I had a bit more room. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I was doing mine again, I actually might um, put wings on my oven as well out, out to the sides. I don't really have too much space there. I've got. Uh, a bigger, flatter landing area uh, in my design than yours, but uh, I've got nothing to the left and right of it. Okay. And I think I don't have the space for it probably. If I was doing it again in a, in a, in a house with a bigger backyard, I might okay. have a bit more space left and right. And I, I think that's quite handy. I bring a, um, a small table around sometimes if I'm doing pizza or doing things that I have oh, a yeah. lot of dishes for. But I think I think this is this works well for you, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This this Because I, I did have a pizza oven before. Just a homemade one. So are you calling this a pizza oven or is this a wood-fired oven? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not here to judge. <laughs> Will I eat another piece of cheese off the Sorry screen? About that. Yes. No. Oh, a, no, no, no. It's that, a wood-fired oven. It, yeah, it is. A, <laughs> I, actually, let's have a look. I've, I've got the um, I've got the D105 brick oven overview and specifications from the Melbourne Fire Brick Company here. Uh-huh. Um, it's not even a wood-fired oven so according it's to this. Potato. It's, it's just a brick oven. Well, there you go. So... None of us were right. Then. No, <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, I mean, cooking with fire obviously is 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 almost the perfect way to cook pizza. Yeah. Um, uh, and we were talking earlier that um, a, a brick oven like this, yes, it cooks pizza uh, better than probably most other ovens out there. Uh, but it's definitely more than just a pizza oven, though, isn't it? I mean, oh, definitely. I mean, what would be the ratio of you guys cooking pizza versus cooking everything else in your oven? I don't see heaps of pizza off your Instagram feed. No, well, I just treat it as an oven. Mm. So the oven you see inside, mm. that's basically that. Mm. So 
It's just a bonus that it does pizzas so well. So mm. I, I do everything in there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So so do you think anything, pretty much anything that you can cook in an electric oven in your kitchen, you could cook with oh, fire in this oven, right? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah, um, especially with the, the retained heat, you don't have the, the fire blasting it. Mm. So with the retained heat, it's basically an oven. It, you just cook whatever in the cake, bread. We'll get to retain heat in a minute too. Yeah. I reckon retain heat is an exceptional benefit of an oven like this that has very thick walls. Yep. So oh, from memory, I could look in the, the spec sheet here, but I think that the thickness of the walls in totality, around about 30 centimetres thick. I mean, you've got the brick, you've got um, uh, insulation products, you've got the outside render. It's a very thick insulated yeah. oven, right, this particular That's right. brand. Have you done any testing around uh, how long you can cook with retained heat after you've closed you know, the fire down? Yeah, so it goes to day three mm. from firing. So mm. um, day two, still pretty hot. So chicken legs, mm. for instance, mm. good in that. Mm. Um, day three... I'd probably do a slow cooked stew or anything uh, roast. Slow, slow cooked pork's nice on the third day. Is it what? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> big pork fan. <laughs> but yeah, again, it, it depends on um, how hot you have it too. So yeah. um, day day two is usually around the two fifty mark. Yeah, and that that's a good sweet spot, I reckon. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And day three, you're looking you're looking at really slow cooking, so it gets down to one fifty for yeah. me anyway. I don't know if this yep. is everyone, but yep. that's what that's how my oven works for me. And yeah. And it's very, very similar for me as well. I've got an episode coming up this season where I'm going to be using some fireboard temperature controllers uh, to to graph and to map the heat decay over the, the those three or four days. Uh, cool. Something I picked up off Clive off season one when I chatted with him. I think it'd be very useful to know if you if you light your oven up with X amount of weight of wood on day one, uh, how many hours or what time the next day could I expect it to be at X temperature so I could cook this or yep. at, uh, yeah. So yeah, I think that might be a useful uh, useful episode to, to chat about. Yeah. Uh, but you can certainly do that by feeling. I, I think day two is one of my favorite days to cook in it actually. Yep. You know, yeah, I love my too. slow cooked foods, right? So yeah. it's so good for it. Oh, the flavors just have time yeah. to, to oh, permeate. They do. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, you seem to cook a lot <laughs> in your wood fired oven. Uh, yeah. and, and if, and if I go by, your Instagram profile, it's probably every day. <laughs> How do you fit that in with your lifestyle? Why do you cook in your oven so so much? Oh, uh, well, it's it's my circumstances, basically. So um, in 2013, I had a motorbike accident. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, I was coming home from work at night and hit a cow on the road. Oh, my gosh. And um, broke all my ribs more than twice, every one of them. Really? My wrists and hands. And oh, dear. Then when I was lying there on the road, a car come down and, and – and didn't see me, saw the bike, went to miss the bike and ran over my pelvis. So you're lucky to be here? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I died a couple of times on the Did you? operating table. Oh, yeah. you're a lucky boy. Yeah, so it's, it's good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you here. <laughs> wow. So that, that must have changed your life. It did change my life, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But like anything, look at the positives. Yeah. Um, I get to do this a lot. Yeah. And I spend time with my family. How good is that? So, yeah, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Silver linings and yeah. all that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's it's, so it's become a real passion, a real hobby for you. Definitely. Cooking 
in this in this oven and it's a nice place to be yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is it is a good thing. It keeps my mind off things. Great. Um, yeah. Obviously there's ongoing mm. problems. Sure. Um so this this helps me yeah. get yeah. over that and yeah, nice. <laughs> do yeah. something. Yeah. I find it very cathartic, you know. I think uh, I think, you know, uh, I think fire is is an amazing thing to, to watch and reflect with and, and it, I find it for me, really relaxing. Yeah, it's it's a great way for me to end my week, and I can only imagine. Um, the, I guess the healing properties of, of being able to, to cook in this beautiful environment for you and in, in, in your recovery. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you there. It's yeah. it's everything you just said. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Oh, that that's great. The D105 about 105 centimeters across the floor of the oven. Right. So I'm looking in, in the oven now, and I know it's hot. Uh, you've got uh, you, you've pushed your embers off to the left hand side, which leaves an awful lot of space on the right hand side of the oven to cook. Uh, two questions come out of this: one, uh, when you're placing your embers, do, uh, are you left right handed? Is it on the left hand side? For mind, I usually put mine on the right. My, my fire normally. Do, do you normally put it on the left hand side? Well, I've only just started doing that, um, yeah. mainly because I've I've got a short peel. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and, and I'm just sick of getting burnt. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> so I thought, oh no, you know what? Because I used to put my coals at the back. That was that was how I used to do things. Okay, back, just, back center is that? Yeah, back yeah, center. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I always used to put all the coals. That's where I used to cook pizza. You yep. know, just chuck all the fire at the back. Yep. But yeah, no, I'm just getting sick of getting burnt. Yeah, and right. Just, okay. Yeah. Um, so oh, I'm gonna put it off to the side now, yeah. and it seems to be working really well. Yeah, so it works for you. <laughs> yeah. So where I'm sitting here at your table, I can see the embers. Yeah. And if they're on the right-hand side, I wouldn't see it. If it was at the back of your oven, I wouldn't see it. In, in my oven, my seat that I sit in with my glass of wine in the afternoon <laughs> is actually more slightly towards the front of the oven. So oh, I, yeah. I, for probably no other reason, I put my fire right in the centre back <laughs> so I can see it. Oh, that's and a it's good really, reason. It's, it's really nice to, to – but. But I wonder for you. I mean, do you sit here uh, uh, with a drink once you've lit up, or you sit? Yep. With, yep. Okay. So maybe yeah, I sit. I sit um, at the king side of the table. Yeah. And where and that's a great view of that side yeah. of the oven. And I just turn my chair a little bit and I have me drink up there, and yeah. I can see the yeah. fire straight in the oven. And, and how happy days is that? Oh, especially when it's cold. The heat comes all the way in. Does it? What? <laughs> yeah. And I was I was going to ask you that because. Uh, it, it's probably a similar distance your oven to, to where I've got mine, and on a cold night, okay, it doesn't get this cold <laughs> up in up in Stanthorpe here, <laughs> almost three thousand feet of sea level. That's pretty high, actually. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I can feel the heat, so you can it just it would warm this whole area, wouldn't it? Yeah, if there's no wind, it's yeah. perfect. Oh, it'd be amazing. If it's windy, it's it's annoying because yeah. the heat's coming out of it and it's just going straight down there. Oh, you see, you but, miss it. Yeah, yeah, right. But no, you're right. Like in. In um in winter, it's really nice to to just sit here if it's really calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. So this big one hundred and five centimetre disc of space that we've got to play with, uh, it's it's got hot zones right next to the fire, and it's got cooler zones. Uh, is that something that you experiment with or play with uh, when you cook your various foods? Yeah. So I've just recently um, found my thermometer, the the beam one. Oh, the infrared thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I had Did to play you lose with it. it. Yeah. Oh, every, <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> and all the kids hunting for oh, the water. It doesn't matter what it is. Things just grow legs and 
they disappear. disappear. Yeah, yeah, especially with Rocco. Blame he's, the kids, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've spent my life blaming the kids. No, no, sorry, kids. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I just mm. I just found it the other day. And, yeah, it was interesting because the middle was 300 degrees. I only had a little fire and mm. I was cooking cooking some steak and stuff. And Yeah, um, yeah it differentiated about 50 degrees here and there. Yeah. So, it's a big difference, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, that gives you a lot of scope to play with, though, doesn't yeah. it? I think in a, in a, in a bigger yeah. wood fired oven like, yeah. like the D105 is. Yeah. I was actually cooking bread in it the other day. Oh. And I um, I put one in a bit too far. Yep. And it started getting a little bit too brown. So that, that's when I got the gun and, and I measured where it was cooler and I put the next one in the cooler spot yeah. and it cooked perfectly. That's great. Yeah. See, I think that's an advantage of having a fairly large wood fired oven. Yep. Now, I know a lot of folks can't fit it in their, in their backyard. It's not appropriate for their circumstances, but mm. would you recommend somebody if they were thinking about doing something on this sort of scale to get something big? Because you do have that flexibility, I think, with it. Yeah, I, I think if you can get the bigger one, because mm. um, you won't be sorry. Like if what what if you do have a family gathering one day? You go, oh, I wish mm. I had a bigger floor. Mm. Um, mm. If, if you can spend the extra, mm. yeah, that'd be a recommended thing to do. So you know, Ben also does a. Um, a D one thirty. Yes. Have you seen that? <laughs> now, now that's a beast. Yeah. Right? That's a so maybe not that big. That's commercial. Big. Yeah. That's. I did right. consider it. Did you? <laughs> well, see, it would look small in your backyard. Yes. It still looks small. <laughs> it would. It, it would actually fit really well. I have to say, don't tell my wife. Um, uh, but um, yeah, I, I considered it for mine as well. Um, my backyard, but it would look a bit odd in my backyard. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It's a good size, yeah. though. Eh? It looks nice. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's oh, you can't you can't knock more room. It's, no, you can't. It's, no, it's just more wood to heat it up. I think that's so. true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was another factor. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. how much wood the you have to use. Yeah. yeah, and I mean this mid-size oven. I think is a good size because it it, it, it you can still light it up for a smaller cook. Uh, yep. If there's even just a couple of you, um, our kids are about older than yours now, and they're not always around now, so. If, if, if my wife and I just want to do something small, it's still worth uh, lighting it up just for the two of us, which is great. I think maybe a, the D130 might be a little bit too much. Uh, <laughs> but but you can. But that's, that's the great thing about this thing is yeah. it, it's flexibility, I think, is great. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, you've got many years ahead of you with your little ones yeah. enjoying this thing, and it's just it's going to be absolutely perfect. Oh, right? yeah. it's, it's great. Yeah. yeah. I, I like how it's it, with the residual heat and everything, you're not using power. No. That's no, great. So yeah. that's that's a big saving. Yeah, it is. Eventually, it, it'd pay itself off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not there yet, but <laughs> yeah. actually, but to be fair, I think um, I think it's a very cost-effective way of having safe fire in your backyard to cook with, and to have a vessel that is so efficient to cook with. Yeah, you know, and safe. Like with 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 little kids like yours, it's a. It, it's very safe, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Something has to drastically go wrong for something to happen. Yeah, I think bad. the worst thing that's ever happened is is a coal has just popped yeah. and come to yep. the doorway. Yep. That's the worst that's thing that's ever right. happened. Yeah, that's right. And, and that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely right. I've burned my fair share of food. <laughs> uh, have you? Oh, of course. Apart from that yeah. loaf of bread, you've, you've, you've oh, burned yeah. a few things. It, it's a learning thing. It's a rite um, of passage, I think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, this is the thing is you're going to make mistakes. Um the thing is, is how do you get up from it? You just get up and do it again and, mm, mm. and, and learn from it. Yeah. Have you? Have your your lovely family? Have they complained about some of the dishes that you've made? <laughs> I think um, mine have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my girls will tell me straight out. Yeah, not your best work, Dad. Uh, <laughs> well, they're, they're pretty truthful, eh, kids. They are. Aren't so they? if you do stuff up, they'll tell you. Yeah. 
And yeah. it's a good thing because mm. if you have visitors over, they'll go, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, and, you go, and the kids are going, you know, that, that was crap. Yeah, it's, not, you know. it's not dad's best work. <laughs> Back onto this retained heat, residual heat cooking. So what would be some of the, the, the favourite things that you do enjoy cooking like that? I mean, obviously it, it's cooking, baking bread. It's made for that sort of stuff. Yes, but, but, yeah. but, but what other things? So some of your day two favourite foods to cook. Okay, so sweets. Um, oh, yeah, I've nice. really tried to, to get into that because – the kids like bickies and muffins and yeah. things like that. So yep. day two, um, sometimes it can be a little bit too hot still on day two, so I'll wait until the afternoon, mm. maybe nighttime when it's down to 190, 180. Yeah, yeah that's a great temp yeah. for baking those goodies. Yeah. yeah. So Julie and I, we'll, we'll make them at nighttime usually because that gives us the first pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have the kids gone to bed then? Yeah. So, oh, that's, that's great. So it's just the two of you baking and uh, that's quite romantic actually. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, in the fire. How yeah. good is that? Yeah. yeah. So Julie does enjoy coming out here. Oh, yeah. Did she take much convincing to put a, a bright red brick oven in your backyard? I think she knew it was coming yeah. um, because I was into this long before we built this and um, – I mean, she's got a house. She can have that. Yeah. I'll, I'll have the pizza oven. You can probably fit in your oven. I can almost totally fit in my oven. So. <laughs> That's, That's your house. house. Yeah, it's your little red house. Yeah. It's warm. Yeah, it's just pretty warm. I remember when I was cleaning off the inside of the dome, I've got this photo of my legs sticking out of the oven, and I reckon if I worked hard, I could – Literally lie inside my oven, curl up like a in the fetus position inside the <laughs> oven. It's, it's pretty big. Yeah, but baking. My wife's done some baking in it as well. Um, oh, yeah. So, what other things have you have you baked in it? So, muffins, yeah, uh, muffins, cake. Have you tried cakes and those sorts of things? Yeah, uh, actually, the kids did a cake in there not long ago. Really? Yeah. Did it, it come out good? good? I was surprised. Really? It's great. I ate some. That's how good it was. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but I think that comes with an understanding of how the heat changes over time in, in your oven, right? Because you said yeah. you couldn't do that with the flame in it. I guess. That, yeah, yeah. It just burn on top. Yeah. Um, so that's where the residual heat. Oh, so good with stuff amazing, like that. It's just it? like an oven. You just, instead yeah. of chucking it inside, chuck it in there. Yeah. It does the same thing. Yeah. Probably better sometimes. Yeah. Because the heat's so intense. Yep. Like, yep. it comes from all directions. Nice and dry. And yeah. It's, it's a gorgeous heat. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So sweets, yeah. We haven't done an awful lot. Um, like I say, uh, my wife's done um, muffins and we've done a few other little bits and pieces, but I saw a, a post, you, you might have done a couple of them, uh, dessert pizzas. You know, oh, you've yeah. done some dessert. What, what were on top of your most recent dessert pizzas? Did the kids help with those? Yeah. Oh, I think a lot of it is their order. You know, we want this <laughs> and this and this. And the last one we did uh, it was the marshmallow one. Yeah. Marshmallow and mint base, chalk mint base. And, yeah. But we try. They look good. They look really good. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, the kids kids loved it. Yeah. Smashed it. It was the um, sugar free mint base actually. So sugar free mint. Yeah, sugar free is from Panna. It's a it's a company called Panna. They do okay. sugar free stuff. Really nice. Yeah. Okay. So we did that. And- the kids like that with no yeah, sugar? Yeah, because we try to not eat so much sugar. Yeah, yeah. We don't have any soft drink in the house. Yeah, like, yeah. Go sugar-free where you can. and Where we can. I mean, there's marshmallows on it, for goodness <laughs> sake. There's probably yeah. a bit of sugar in there, to be fair. <laughs> but try and keep it down yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's a great thing to do, though. I mean, uh, dessert pizzas, we've done. I've done that a couple of times, and that, that's a really nice way to finish a meal, particularly if you haven't had pizza early and you do dessert pizza, that's actually really nice. Yeah, I reckon it is. Yeah, it's a nice finisher. Yeah, good for kids too. Yeah, yeah. gets them into it. Yeah. I'm looking at uh, an awful lot of uh, gorgeous wood underneath your oven there, and that looks rather familiar to me as well. Yeah. You've also got openings in your base on the left of the oven under your sink and on the right of the oven. And also I noticed on the other side of the oven looking back, uh, you've got uh, wood stacked in there as well. Yeah. Uh, 
What sort of wood are you using? It's iron bark. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's a great wood, eh? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I can't go back to anything else. Yeah. So my next question on my paper here is: Have you used anything else? So you just answered that. <laughs> well, I, I have. Yep. Um, and that's how I know that this is better because I, I, I have used uh, red gum. Okay. And it's good, but and it gets really hot, mm. but um, it, it soots up a bit more than this stuff. Yeah, that's interesting because I uh, there was somebody on the Facebook group. And if you haven't, here's a good time for a plug on the Woodfight Oven Chronicles Facebook group. Come and join that. Um, uh, somebody posted on there recently uh, about the, um, uh, I guess, the pros and cons or between iron bark and, and other hardwoods that you can find in Australia. And I've used uh, red gum maybe once. Um, and I definitely prefer iron bark. I mean, I really do. I think it's great. I hate chopping it. <laughs> do you chop it? Oh. Uh, just to get little bits off to start the fire. Okay. Um, but it, nah, it comes to live it on a trailer like this, does it? Yeah. It, well, he's got a tipper actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, I is remember, this a local guy? Yeah, local guy. Funny thing is, our, our um, wood supplier, he's a, an ex-wood fired baker. Oh, you're joking. The first time he come here to deliver wood, he looks at the oven from a distance and goes, got a pizza oven, eh? Uh. I said, yeah. <laughs> he goes, is it a proper one? Oh. I said, yeah, I think so. Uh. Yeah. He goes, oh, okay. I said, come and have a look at it. So he comes over and has a look at it, and he's playing with the door and looking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then I said, oh, what do you think of it? He goes, oh, this is well designed. This oh, really? A, this is a good oven. Oh, yeah. there you go. I have to tell Ben that. Yeah. Oh, he'd like that. Yeah. Is that right? He goes, oh, usually the flues are in the wrong spot. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, oh, right. oh, right. So have you got other tips off him if he's been baking in his own wood well, oven historically? <laughs> he's always in a hurry. Is it? Hey, hey, drop and go. Next delivery. Yeah. But he actually bought someone um, the next load. He bought someone to have a look at the oven. Yeah. Because cool. he's like, oh, this is the oven you need to get if you're getting an oven. Yeah, so absolutely. I thought, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. We don't want Ben's head to get too big. No, we don't. But, okay. Um, Do you hear that, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> His wife will have to be there with a pin. Yeah, you know? that's right. <laughs> but no, he has done an awesome job. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. And and look, you know, I think um, particularly in Queensland, my understanding is that um, ironbark is pretty easy to source. For me, up north of here and more Brisbane Central, it's – Aren't really too many other choices, but uh, I have experimented with one or two other things. But yeah, I settle on the iron bar. I, I really, quite seriously, I dislike chopping it. And when, <laughs> when I, so I get this thing triple delivered, cut, uh, it's great. Nice. Um, but um, I still get splinters from it, right? So you know, at night I'm reaching down underneath. I open my doors. You, you haven't got doors on yours. I, I've got these doors. I open up and I reach inside and grab wood. And, and my hand as it goes and <laughs> always. So I had the oven on. It was my daughter's birthday last weekend. We had forty teens at our place. Oh last yes. Oh my gosh. I was allowed to light the oven, but. I wasn't allowed to cook in those, but no, we had other food that night. But she wanted the oven on, which was nice. Oh. Uh, but I've still got splinters. I, I, I've still got three splinters in my hand from the iron bark. And that, that for me, that's the only disadvantage of iron bark. Two of them. Very, really hard to, to chop. <laughs> and two, uh, I get splinters. Do you yeah. get splinters yourself? Oh, I do, yeah. Yeah, I've got scars everywhere from yeah, it. Yeah, that's but, a, And I look at my hand and go, oh, it's all for the cause. Yeah, I know. You know, it's I just know. like, oh, it's, well. Again, it's a, one of those rider passages if yeah. you're going to cook like this. How often do you get deliveries? Uh, uh, every week probably by the amount of- <laughs> Well, I get two ton at once. Yeah. It lasts me. When I'm really, when I'm pumping wood inside as well, the wood eater, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a month. Is this? Once a month. Once a month. Yeah. Mm. I think you get about three deliveries a year, I think. Uh, <laughs> mind you, you know, we, we're not using it for heating inside the house. What about smoking foods in your wood fight oven? Have you tried using the, the smoke off the iron bar? It's actually a very nice smoking wood. It's a soft smoking wood, but have you tried some of that? I haven't yet. After seeing the pork that Ben did, yep. 
yeah, I want to do it one day. Yep. It's definitely on the list. Yep. For those who haven't seen that video, uh, it is well worth a watch, uh, I think, isn't it? it? Yeah. So, again, this is Ben from the Melbourne Fibre Company. Ben's done um, a really great job showing how you can smoke, slow smoke uh, food in the wood-fired oven. In Ben's video, and I've, I've tried it myself, the same technique, um, and it worked pretty good. Um, I've got a couple of smokers at home. I've been cooking with my smokers longer than my wood-fired oven, so I'm a bit biased. Uh, if I'm smoking, I like to use my smokers if I'm doing wood-fired oven. But it actually did a, it did a pretty good job of smoking. Okay. I think um, in, in Ben's video, he's using pellets uh, and tubes, and that might mm, might be the most efficient way of getting smoke onto a f- onto the food inside a wood-fired oven. I mean, the, the oven is designed to evacuate smoke yeah. as quick as it can, really. And, and Typically, you get no smoke on your food in, in a wood-fired oven unless you're setting it up to smoke food, which is a bit different. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan personally of uh, of uh, using pellets. I don't having smoked foods for so long. I, they can be a little bit bitter. I oh, like yeah. using natural wood. It still came out amazing, and it, it, okay. it, and if you don't have a smoker at home, you can absolutely 100% smoke amazing slow cooked foods in your wood fire oven so yeah give it a go yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. will be one day yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does look it is it is fun to do and it's something it adds that versatility I think of, of the oven as well let's talk about cookware what what sort of things do you like to cook your food in in your wood fire oven so my favourite thing is a cast iron pot oh, well pot and pan yep um, yeah just they're just great, like, aren't they? Oh, the flavour. Like, oh, it yeah. changes the flavour. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. amazing. Yeah. 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 So, so how many pots have you got? Uh, well, I've only got the one cast iron pot mm-hmm. and I've got a, I've got one cast iron pan. But, I mean, you can always deal with more. But Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, absolutely. Yeah, now, now that I know, like I really like the ones from the look of the ones from Solid Technics. Yeah, lovely. I've got one on order, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, on, on Kickstarter. I'm waiting for that to arrive. Yeah, they look nice. Pricey, but they look really nice. Yeah, but it's in, like anything you get what you pay for, eh? And that's probably a lifetime purchase as well. That's right. Like, I don't think that'll ever break. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they're lighter. So some of the characteristics right. to cast on, but they're lighter. That's so right. there's probably some real advantages in having lighter cookware. On that's it. right. Yeah, because that's what I find with the with the pan. If, mm. if I'm cooking beans in it, I want to flip it. And I can't ah, really. Ah, no. <laughs> it's no, so heavy. Yeah. It's so heavy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the things. So in terms of your pan, what sort of size do you find really it's, useful in your oven? It's a thirty centimeter one. Yep, yep. Which I find is is perfect because I can cook two tomahawks in there. He says, looking at the tomahawk in front of us, <laughs> see that we're slowly devouring off mics. So. <laughs> it's almost all gone. But yeah, but they're great though, aren't they? I mean, the cast yeah. iron. There's something quite magical about using cast yeah. iron. I'm a huge fan. Kizwalers. I mean, this is a this is a clay pot that you've got your camembert in. Yeah. Which I'm just going to have some now. Yeah. So is this the only Kezuela style dish that you've got? Have you done other things with them? Uh, no, nah, yeah. This is the only one we do have. Um, that one's actually from Nonna. Is uh, this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got it in, a, in an Italian shop in Cairns once. A- an Italian shop in Cairns? In Cairns, Australia. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because- Who would have thought? Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, so- and they're really good up there. Like this, this shop that we used to go to. Oh, they had everything from from Italy. There, she gave it to us, and we've we've always used it for this stuff like this. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I mean, dishes that get passed down, recipes that get passed. Down. I reckon that's cool. Yeah, I reckon that's really. Neat. Tell me about this dish that I'm about to to eat. Okay, this so looks amazing. I think that should have garlic. Yeah, it's got yeah, garlic. Yeah, got it's, a piece of garlic here. So you get a big old wheel of camembert, mm. shove it in your pot. I'm eating it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and you just you put oh some- my gosh, that's amazing. You like it? Oh, I love it. Oh, cool. You stab it with a knife, mm. you shove the garlic down it, and um, – Oh, wow, that's amazing. I've never had anything like that. Oh, there you that's go. That's incredible. 
you just pour honey around it till it till the honey comes up to the same level as the cheese. Yep. And um, cook it in the wow. wood fired oven, not real hot. And um, yeah, it just that is really really nice with the honey and the garlic in it. I mean, that's a bit of a surprise to the palate for, well, a, for me. That's nice. Yeah, wow. That's a good flavour. <laughs> Man, that's really good. <laughs> so oh, simple, eh? Oh, yeah, and that's what I like about it. But it is, it's simple things done well, right? Yeah, that's and, right. And that's what you get away with in a, in a wood <laughs> Exactly. Fire. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Yeah, wow, that's great. I'm a big fan of the Kezuelas. I think I might have mentioned that last season, but yeah. Um, we went to Spain a couple of years ago before pre-COVID and came back with 20 Kezuelas in my suitcase. <laughs> I got this <laughs> image of pulling. It was really it was overweight, right? This is in um, Barcelona Airport. And we got out of the taxi and it was really heavy. And my suitcase plonked onto the ground. I could hear all the chinking inside this. One of the wheels on the suitcase snapped off. <laughs> I could now see inside my suitcase, and we've now got, I don't know, what, an 18 hour flight ahead of us. Oh, I can, this is terrible. <laughs> Didn't care about the suitcase. I just cared about my $2 Kiz Whalers inside. <laughs> it was like we went to the $2 shop to get these Kiz Whalers, and it was, yeah. it was really great. But we had to go inside the airport and get the suitcase wrapped in that plasticky wrap oh. stuff over and over. I was petrified of losing all these Kiz Whalers. Uh, I, I love them. I think, they, I think they're great. And, and they work really well with, you know, on the on the brick floor and the, yeah. and the fire and the oven. I think it's great. Yeah. Marriage made in heaven to me. Yeah. That dish is amazing. Right. Um, I'm going to have to steal that uh, idea off you, I think. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that really is um, – right, that, that's fantastic. What about other cooking tools? What about – you've talked that you've got a short peel that you, yeah. that you use. I've, I've had that for a while, yeah. Do you, have you got coal scoops? Have you got hooks? What Have you got anything else? I don't have anything, eh? Well, yeah, I've, all I've got is a copper brush and a peel. Yep, and that's it. <laughs> and a shovel. That's it. Yeah. What about gloves? Do you wear? Oh yeah, I do have. Yeah, what type of gloves do you wear? I've got heat gloves. Yeah, yep. the, the black. Um, like the welders fire gloves. Sort of, okay. Yep. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to have one of those kits from um, Grand Forge Ridge. I think yep, they're, they're nice. Eh? Yeah, they look. Yeah, good. yeah, they look really nice. And mm. I probably will get one one yep. day. Yep. You know, in, in a property like this, things mm. come up like the driveway. We had to fix that. That costs a couple of grand. Oh, it's expensive, isn't it? Every time yeah. I want to buy something, yeah, absolutely, something, something goes wrong. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, that's right. Yeah, it's, it'll happen one day. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably there's probably a blacksmith around this part of the world that uh, could make you some stuff too. Yeah, I find the hook. I've got um, a couple of those tools, and and I find the hook with a. It's got a long wooden handle with a stainless steel hook right at the far end. I actually use that a lot with the Kezuelas, so I can I use that little. That little hook to grab onto the side of the Kezuelas and, and push around inside yeah, the oven. Yeah. I do find that quite quite helpful. And then my cast iron pot has um, little handle holds that are sort of <laughs> hollow. That's the puppy. And uh, and using that hook to move things around. That's probably my favourite tool. Actually, is, oh, is yeah. my hook. I think that just goes to show how versatile this style of cooking is. You don't have to be a millionaire to, to do it. You know, like no, you don't. Yeah. Do no, you really you don't, don't have to have all the tools or anything. You just no. work with what you got. Yeah, mm. you just need a lighter and some wood. And, <laughs> and I mean, literally, because uh, the floor of the oven is this refractory big brick tiles, yep. and you can do a lot of stuff right onto the floor too. Yeah, right? that's and, right. Yeah. yeah, I've actually cooked steak right on the floor. Have you? Yeah. How, how did that go? Well, the flavour was good. Was it? Yeah. And did I, you get good enough crust on on the steak? Yeah, was it, it was. It was great. I, and I didn't tell the family that I did it. Yeah, and just fed it to them, and they're like, "Oh, this is great." And I was like, "Oh, I cooked that on the floor." What? <laughs> That's a really good. I, I haven't done that, but because yeah, you could pour all the coals onto that part of the floor, heat soak the floor, yeah, and then um, brush it away and throw your steak on it. That's yeah. a genius idea, actually. It's yeah. simple. Simple ideas done well, there, Chris. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's, a good, it's a good idea. Disadvantages of having a wood fire in your backyard. And there are a couple that come to mind for me, but what about for you? What have mm. you come across? Disadvantages. Have to be a big fat zero. <laughs> big fat zero. <laughs> you, did, you, you mentioned burning yourself. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that, yeah. See, I class that in 
to, you know, like that's my fault. Like, <laughs> that's silly Chris zone, isn't it? I want to burnt myself, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but because I'm I'm cooking in the pizza oven, mm. that's something that doesn't really worry me. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, you can burn yourself and if you've got a short peel like mine and you're cooking pizza, you can you can get a bit hot. For any listeners out there who are, who are thinking of building any wood fight oven in their backyard, what things, what words of caution would you would you get? Because we, we've spoken about heaps of stuff already about all the great benefits, but are there any other words of cautions or things that they should at least consider? Making mistakes. Yeah. You've you got to make time for that. Mm, yeah. So if, if you're planning to have visitors over and you haven't cooked something before, that is good advice. Just Bob. make sure you've done it before. Yes. Before you have people over because good you're going to find <laughs> yep. they'll come over and you'll burn something yeah. or yeah. and then you look like an idiot because you don't know what you're doing. Because it does take a while, I think. If you haven't cooked with fire before, you've got to learn a little bit how to tame the beast, right? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. right. It takes, takes a while to get used to it. It, it does. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's right. I think when people come to your place for dinner, they're not expecting no. that you're, you're turning up at some fancy no. restaurant. No. They're just coming to have a good time. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter if your food's average. No. Just don't burn it because <laughs> yeah. it tastes not good. Yeah, exactly. But that is good advice though. And I remember somebody saying that to me with the smokers years ago. Don't present something for the first time to your guests that you haven't done before, yeah. you know, because your timings might be off and the food might not be quite right. But I think that's good advice. But it's an oven. You've got an oven in your kitchen. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's it's pretty hard to muck it up though, isn't it? It is once, yeah. Once, once you've got the heat down. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take long for you to, to, to sort of figure out what's too hot and, you know, and the, and the good thing about it is it's very forgiving. So It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So if you, if you just start small, start with a small fire, not with a big raging one. Yep. Work your way up. If it's not hot enough, put more wood on it. Yeah, absolutely. Simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it isn't particularly difficult to master either, I think. You no. Know, you've, you've got to give yourself time. I mean, fire is a bit of a beast to master, but yeah. once you understand how it works, once you understand uh, your temperature within your oven, um, it's not hard. Yeah. yeah. It's not hard. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Other types of outdoor cooking that you have done or do today? I don't mind cooking over the fire, so I've got a little um, – it's an old boiler, really. I saw that on the back side <laughs> of, the, of the oven. Yeah, yeah so what it is. Yeah. There's a little copper bowl that sits in it, so you can boil your tomatoes and on tomato day and peel. It's easier to peel them when yep. you boil them. Yep. Um, or you can when you're plucking a chook. Yep. You can. It's easy to chuck the chook in there and then pluck it. It's ah, like it's a big, big okay. cauldron sort of thing. Yeah, right. But I just whip that out and chuck a fire in it and chuck a grate over it. Oh, fun! And times. use that as a barbie. Oh, yeah, that's so cool. Good. Yeah, that's neat. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. Cooking outdoors, whether you're cooking with fire or not, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And we'll be right back. If you're enjoying this episode, I'd like to invite you to head on over to Facebook and join my Wood Fired Oven Chronicles Facebook group. Join hundreds and hundreds of Wood Fired Oven enthusiasts from all around the world as they share their favourite recipes, tips and techniques to supercharge all of our Wood Fired Oven cooking skills. Head on over to Instagram as well, Marks underscore wood fired oven for more information on this podcast. Okay, back to the show. Have you taken any inspiration from any wood fired oven books or, or cookbooks or recipe books, uh, but particularly wood fired oven based? Have you got, got anything? This is my favorite book. <laughs> is it? Yeah. yeah. It's about pizza, but it's, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, it, he travels, this guy, he travels to where the food is. Yeah to see that it's what he wants to use. So that's a bit of a go-to book for you? Yeah, I like to have a look at it. Um, just, it's, it. It is a pizza book, 
I mean, it's not like it's not like it's something I go to for cooking steak or something because there's not no steak in it. It's a book from Stefano Manfredi. I reckon this is the best pizza book that I've seen. A recipe book or a technique yeah. book, a bit of both. Both, yeah. It? So yeah. it's all about um, how pizza is the, the, the world's favourite food and goes to its origins and has different styles in it, like the Roman mm -hmm. pizza. And oh, nice. It talks about flour as well. So okay. what types of flour is good for pizza? Mm -hmm. So that's what I really like from it. And he actually uses a flour that we used to use in cans mm -hmm. from Petra. Okay. I haven't seen it down here, mm -hmm. so I haven't. I use Caputo now, but okay. Um, that seems a pretty popular flour in this part yeah, of the world. Yeah, mm. it's just so good. Yeah, mm. like, I couldn't believe. Like I was using this other stuff and mm. use a Caputo and just blows everything else mm. out of the water. Mm. You mm. know. But no, I'll pass that book over to you. you can yeah, have a look. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> Even the colour looks like. Makes me hungry. That looks great. New pizza. For the listeners, we'll leave this uh, link in the show notes uh, to this particular book. It's always great uh, when I chat with people to get their favourite recipe books too because, you know, we, we tend to have our books that we keep going back to, right? And so, you know, I've, I haven't got a, a huge variety of cookbooks at home. I've got, I've got some, but it's really nice when you get a recommendation from someone to, to, to go have a look at something, you know, and, and it fills you with, with new ideas. I'm looking at a page here with asparagus on pizza. Who would have thought? <laughs> That's right. We should do crackle broco broccoli asparagus. Be careful you don't find one of the Brussels sprouts on no, it. No, mate. <laughs> all right, I'm closing the book, all right? <laughs> We're going uh, to go into a bit of a deep dive now about some of your social media posts, some of the recipes that you've done in your wood fight oven. You did a post back in late March uh, on um, wood fight oven meatballs, and actually – your photography is pretty flash too, there, Chris. Oh, it's, it's pretty, well, it's pretty good. Well, thanks. Um, at this dish, I almost hopped in the car and came for a drive because it looked amazing. So you know the one I'm referring to. Um, uh, was this all done from scratch? Did you do yeah. the whole? Re so can you tell us a little bit about the process for making this particular dish uh, and what, what what went into it? Yeah, so it's uh, beef and pork mince. Yeah. So a kilo of uh, beef and 800 grams of pork. Yeah. That's that's just the size almost that was a on 50, the packet. So, almost, yep, yep, yeah. Yep. So, not a great deal of thought has gone into it. It's mm. just it's just come together, and mm. um, I've made it as I'm going along, sort of thing. So, so, did you? So, you rolled the meatballs. Did you put them into the cast iron pan first on their own to brown them off? Is that yeah. how you made this particular dish? Yeah. So, after you boil them up, uh, put as many as you can fit into mm. the cast iron. Mm. I think I had two loads. So looked like a pretty big feast, actually. It, yeah, it was. It was decent. It lasted lasted a while. We were having leftovers. So it was nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So first, I did onions. So yep. I fried up some onions yep. in the wood oven. Yep. And just until translucent. Yep. Once they were ready, just put them in a bowl, set them aside. Put your balls in, fry them off till they're brown. Just just turn them over and watch them carefully, so they don't burn. So you're getting them gently caramelized around yeah. the outside before yeah. you do the next step. Yep. Make sure your fire's not raging. Yeah. Have, have a flame going, but not yeah. um, not tremendous. As long as it sounds like it's cooking well, mm -hmm. that, that's what I find gauges how I do the fire and how hot it is. So so you do a lot of your cooking by feel, yeah? Yeah, it is yeah. by feel. Because you've only recently found <laughs> the thermometer that your kids <laughs> probably stole. Yeah, um, that's but, right. So it's a lot of it is by feel, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. 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 And, and, I'm, and I'm happy that I have lost the thermometer yeah. because, you know, I can do it without it. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's trained me to do it without having to use it. So You just burn yourself, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so you've caramelised the meatballs, you've got your onions set aside. What, what was the next step in that process? Yeah, so meatballs are done. So next step was putting the canned tomato in around the meatballs and then a bottle of passata as well. And 
throw that in. It's very Italian, this dish, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so put that in the oven. Yep. And once it's bubbling, mm. just um, just move it to the coldest part of the oven. So it's just simmering. And you'll see a nice little layer forming on the top of the juice. Yep. It's like a it's like a burnt, not burnt, but caramelized yep. little layer yep. that comes oh, up. I know what you mean. Over yep. the juice. Yep. So I just thought, oh, they must be ready. Yeah. And they yeah. were. And so they were, it worked. Yeah. Doing a dish like this, it's not a it's not a long term uh, commitment no. to, to make a dish like this. Kids would love this, wouldn't they? Rocco's shoving the whole thing in his mouth. Like seriously, <laughs> you can't take him anywhere. Like- Next to your wood fired oven, Chris, you've got one, two, three, four. You got six big boxes of herbs. And I was talking to your lovely kids before we came on here, and um, you've got rosemary. Uh, my my favourites. You've got in one box there. You got rosemary, and you've got thyme. I just love thyme. Mm-hmm. This picture has basil over the top. Yeah, is that from Aldi or is that from? Oh, it's, it's not. Basil, he's, yeah. he's pointing. To it. Uh, oh no, it's not. I should have known better. Yeah. Hey, it's not much basil. I'm not proud of myself. It's just it's not only bad one, though. Yeah. Um, mine mine dies this time of year. Right. Maybe I don't know much about basil, right? Except it grows really well for about eight, nine months for me. And then when it gets cold, it seems to turn black and die. Oh. Does it die here? Yeah. yeah. Because of the frost. You've got heaps of basil on there. Oh, it looks amazing. Yeah, it's a good little bunch. It's only one plant, though. You know, a real Italian doesn't only have one. But you're five. You got five acres here. You're yeah, you'd be covered in it. <laughs> that meatball recipe is, is one of my favourites uh, in your feed over the last couple of months, or more than the last couple of months. Beautiful. It looked really, really nice. Uh, another one that you did was a sesame loaf recently, and that yeah, uh, you did that back in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember cooking the sesame loaf? Not that long ago. Yeah, that that's, that that came out looking amazing. It was like that's pro bread. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go that far, no, come Mark, on, but, Did um, it not taste good? I mean, oh. it looked amazing. <laughs> and look, I've actually got a printout of the photo. There, there, there yeah. it is there. That looks amazing. That, that is Sometimes so- I surprise myself. Like, it, it'll just turn out all right, you know. But no, no, it, it was a good one. Um, That's kid-friendly too, right? I think you said in your post there that um, referencing your kids there, that that does look really great. I mean, that, that looks really nice. Uh, you, you've mentioned already that you, you've done a few breads. Uh, is that something that you want to sort of explore more with your yeah, oven? I mean, it, it, it definitely is because bread – on its own is pretty expensive. Um, yeah. And I don't like getting the, the $1 loaves from the shops because they're just pumped full of rubbish. Yeah, they and, are. And you get a dollar worth of value out that's of it. That's right. right. Yeah. And we don't do that. But yeah. this is where baking bread at home is just like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it literally, an oven like this, it, it, nothing is better to make bread in. You know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's you're right. Yeah. I remember talking to, to Clive about it. He hasn't done deep dives into bread on his YouTube channel, the Woodfight Oven Chef on YouTube. Yeah. It's something that um, there are a lot of people on on YouTube and Instagram who do breads amazingly well, oh, yeah. and, and it's a real art form as well as a bit of a science as well. Yeah, and it's something I haven't really gone down the rabbit hole myself yet. Um, you know, but, <laughs> but you're pretty keen to explore that. I am, yeah, because yeah, it's something. It's a staple, so yeah. it's, it's yeah. something you want to nail. I, I have seen a, a couple of really good loaves online that people do in their pizza ovens. Like Joel, he's a chef. I think I know the. I think I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I think I follow him too. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. does some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those loaves Amazing. of bread look awesome. He does sourdough too, which which I'm jealous of because I. Yeah, that'd be a, that, that's a fair commitment to keep your own starter and things. I, yeah. I, I, I did the COVID starter. Did you do a COVID starter? <laughs> oh, I did, and it died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think mine's still in the fridge. Oh, I'm, you did well. Yeah, You're not no, feeding it. No, you killed well, it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's dead. But I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to look at it. <laughs> you can like freeze dry them or something though. You can. Oh, can you? You can put them in your freezer and then bring them out after a year and crack back into it. Oh, I think that's pretty cool. That is uh, cool. Saves me killing them all. You know more than me. No, no, not not really. Um, I'd like to nail bread too, but I'd like to nail sourdough. Pretty authentic way of making bread historically, and that would be pretty fun to do. But. Yeah, the flavour's there. Like the flavour, you can't beat that flavour. 
the sourdough flavour. It's different, eh? It yeah. is actually is sour on the palate, and it's yeah. you know you have really good sourdough dough. You, you actually taste that. Yeah. You know? it's another one that I was really impressed by, and I'm sure the kids enjoyed it too, was uh, lasagna. You did a massive lasagna. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about too. Back in February, and uh, I'm looking at a picture of it here on your on your feed. That looks amazing. It came out good. The, the cheese really, really good. It must have been a good temperature. And do you remember what cheese you used? Because it does look good. You've got this beautiful spotted brown yeah. cooked cheese on the top of this thing. It looks amazing. That's the um, Devondale mozzarella. Is this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It always does it. It's, it's, it looks amazing. Did you make the pasta? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. We do that at home too, uh, fresh pasta with the kids. We've done that for years actually and it's it's, an, it's a nice easy thing to do with the kids too. Yeah. The difference between fresh pasta and, and store-bought pasta, even if they call it fresh, is it chalk and cheese. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it's got flavour to it, eh? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah, it really yeah. does. So that would have been a fun dish to make. You've posted it next to a roaring fire. Now, actually, actually, the, the photo of your lasagna you got the roaring fire yeah. in the background. Are you telling me that that lasagna was cooked next to that size fire? I cooked it out the doorway. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> you would have to. Yeah, no, it was too hot. It's way too hot, yeah. yeah. You've got really big logs that you put in right at the back of your oven too. Like yeah. often see four massive logs at the back. There's no way food's going to survive that. <laughs> that's pizza night. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Pe- correct. And that's retain heat cooking day two nights yeah, the next yeah. day. When you do retain heat cooking, do you ever just light up a small little fire in the back just for the romance of it? I do. You don't need a little fire in the back, but it looks cool. Do, uh, do you do that? I have occasionally. Yeah. When when I've needed that extra boost of heat and mm. you know, maybe melt some cheese or something, mm, mm. Um, I generally I like to get the most out of the oven. So on day two, I generally like to to have no fire because I'm not using any wood and that saves money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Is it expensive up here? To, your your oh, two tons of wood ballpark is not not too bad. It's about two hundred eighty bucks for two ton. Wow, yeah, really? Yeah, it's good. See if you deliver to prison. <laughs> that's pretty good. Okay, yeah, so it's pretty economic. Eh? It's not too yeah, bad because yeah. it's just here. Yeah. So I don't have to go far. Yeah, that lasagna looks amazing. Is that something you, you do often? Oh, it is because it's it's a good family thing. Yeah. So you cook one of those up and you're set for two days. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes I'll, I'll make really large dishes, right, uh, of food like this and then we'll freeze it you yeah. know, and, and we'll put it in vacuum bags. And It's like when I put the smoker on and, and do a couple of big pork shoulders in the smoker for 10 hours each, you know, and they get pulled into pulled pork and into the vacuum bags and they get popped into the freezer for, for several months and they come out and go into pasta sauces and they go into wraps. And, and mm. also, That's the great thing about a big vessel like your wood-fired oven. You can make big dishes. Yeah. You can split them up, you can freeze them, and for the next month you can have wonderful lunches and wonderful dinners. Yeah. Yeah. It's versatile. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's it's great for that. There's some days there where you just you don't feel like cooking. Yeah. And yeah. you can go to the freezer, heat it up in the inside yeah. oven, and you've got a wood fired meal. Yeah. <laughs> and how good is that? I started this uh interview. Chicken leek ham hock pies. I love my pies. Oh my gosh. And these pies looked amazing. Um so stop the podcast now. Go to Instagram, check out this post. Uh, in it's around about mid-April 2022. If you're listening to this, they looked amazing. I could almost taste them. The pastry looked amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the pastry looked really amazing. Actually, tell me about the pastry, Chris. Yeah, well, the the base. Did is... you make it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Julie made the base. Julie made the base. Yeah. Yep. She well, look, she did a great job with the base. Oh, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. very. Tasty and yeah. crunchy and what you want in a pie. The top of those pies looked amazing too. Yeah, the tops are amazing. Yeah, they, so you made that one. too, did you? No. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, the truth. We, we squeeze that out of him. Yeah, no. Uh, we just use the old Pampers, I think they're called. Okay. Um, was that was that um, was that a feet? No, not a filo pastry. Was no, a puff, it's puff, puff pastry. Puff pastry, yeah. pastry. Yeah. But we have made 
puff pastry before uh, and I have actually posted it a long time ago and we did the tops as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this time we just didn't have time to make the tops. So, but <laughs> That must have been a beautiful pie though. Oh, I couldn't stop eating Yeah, them. I bet, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You haven't got any left. Have <laughs> <laughs> I've done uh, bigger pies. I haven't done lots of smaller pies. I reckon that's a great idea because you could you could fill one round meter of your <laughs> oven with those pies, right? <laughs> and you could sell them on the street out here. Hey, I reckon you'd have all the Stanthorpe lining up to buy pies. They, they do look amazing though. That's yeah. a good idea, Mark. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. You've right. given me a couple of good ideas today. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Well, the kids, instead of a lemonade stand, they can have Dad's pie stand. Hey, that's a good Take idea. Take school, sell them yeah. to school. They do look good though. Yeah, really, really nice. Yeah, thanks. Do you um, like steak and kidney? Do you like kidney? Do you like kidney? Did you have that as a kid growing I up? I had. Yeah. Did you I, like I, it? I didn't really like. We, we, yeah. We'd have liver nights. Yeah. And they were just no. gross. Re- like, really? <laughs> oh, you know, they cooked up with onions and. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah, I no. never, I never. You either do or you don't. I think. Yeah, yeah liver it's just and, a awful. Medley yeah. taste. I, did, I didn't like the yeah. medley taste. Yeah, it does have that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've never really um, continued that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That and Brussels sprouts. Yeah, we'll yeah. keep away. We'll keep away. Keep away. <laughs> well, Dad used to chase me around the house with a cow tongue. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come and get it. Because they're massive. Oh, they're huge. They're huge. Yeah, when you're a kid, they're would even you, huger. Would you cook one of those? I think that's probably one of my favourite organs. Really? <laughs> because it's it's a bit like- um, well, I've never, I don't think I've eaten it. What does okay. it taste like? It's a bit like um, silver side or, or oh, you know. Is it? A bit like- well, I, f- I found it was a little bit like silver side. Okay. So you slice the poor tongue up, do you? Is that, is that yeah. how, you, how you cook it? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think he cooked it whole and, and then sliced it. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. But, um, yeah, I've, I mean, that was yeah better than liver in my in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, but sure, sure. Yeah. Mm. I didn't like the tripe or Oh, know, no, no, like- no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I think my grandparents went into tripe. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no, it's just disgusting. <laughs> The last food item I was going to talk about were, were tomahawks. <laughs> tomahawk steaks. So it's pretty much what we've been gorging my face on for the last hour while we've been chatting. Um, I love cooking this sort of style of, of meat, you know, the um, the big T-bones and the big pieces of, of, of steak in there. I, I reckon they're just a marriage made in heaven. I mm-hmm. think they are divine. You uh, put seafood on top. You, you had uh, tomahawks with prawn topper, which I thought was for those who like seafood. Not me, I don't. <laughs> uh, but for those who do, that looked amazing. That yeah. looks amazing. So you got a, a good local butcher around here that you these are from Stanthorpe Quality Meats shout out to Stanthorpe Quality Meats because that is a gorgeous cut yeah of meat what I like about these is so I can put these in the cast iron pan yep because they're oven prepared so I can fit two in there other seafood have you cooked other seafood apart from prawns uh, I have cooked I haven't posted it yet should I should I say what, yeah no it's coming? up to you this is your show well, I've, yeah, I've, say, <laughs> go on say well I've got two barrows coming have you yeah so, really so they'll be up They'll be up next. Oh, that's exciting. And I'll tell you what, like, just haven't had fish like that in a long time. Really? Yeah, I'm not trying to say I'm good or anything. I'm just saying but that- you're it, quite good, though. It, it, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> come on now. No. Come on. It just turned out really nice and, and the really? fish was sweet. And how did you how did you go about cooking those? Uh, well, I just laid them out in the pan yep. after I scaled them and yep. we um, put some slits yep. in the fish, shoved some lemon in those. Oh, yeah, that does sound nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shove them in the oven. Yeah. There's a bit of, little bit of oil on the bottom and yep. cooked them for until they look cooked. And, yeah. And that was it? Yeah. And then Julie made some 
awesome sauce. I don't yeah. know what she did. I think there's ginger in it. And oh, fantastic. It's nice. really nice. A little bit that sweet. It was sort of drizzled over yeah, the top, drizzled, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. It does sound quite good. Yeah, if not, not being really a seafood kind of guy, that platter is anything to go by. I'm sure that I'm sure that was wonderful. Yeah, but again, hey, versatility. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I've cooked any seafood. Uh, my wife, uh, who I see uh, floating inside the house uh, now, uh, uh, she likes seafood. Uh, the, the kids kind of like seafood. Uh, but I think, yeah, I'm to blame for probably not having much seafood over the years. Growing up in, in New Zealand, we were surrounded by seafood. And I think growing up as a kid, uh, we were fed a lot of shellfish and a lot of lot of seafood. And I don't think it ever – my sister loves it. But <laughs> it never really resonated with me. That's okay. That's right. Oh, well, we're all different, aren't we? We are all different. Uh, we've come very close to the end of the episode. And what we're doing uh, with my poor guests uh, on the show is we've got these quick five questions. All right. And um, there's no pressure. You're not supposed to think about these questions, okay? It's just like whatever comes out of that head. Clive did really well, though, so there's no pressure, okay? He yeah. did well. He didn't he? Yeah. He, he did really well. So there's no, there's no pressure. <laughs> okay, are you ready for them, though? I think so. Okay, question number one. Quick fire questions on the Woodfire Oven podcast, Chris Avozo. How would you describe yourself? This is quick fire, not, not slow fire. <laughs> this is not slow fire questions, Chris. Right. This, is, this is quick fire. How would you describe this, yourself? This is too hard. <laughs> Mate, this is question one, all right? I got 19 more. Okay. Hey, Clive, can you tell me how you did this? <laughs> Clive, Clive. Right. Okay, how would you describe yourself? Well, you're very, you're very creative with cooking. Oh, obviously. yeah, that's, that's good but enough. But that's me describing yeah. you, mate. So how would you describe yourself? I'm a bit creative, yeah. Just a little bit more than a bit. What is your favourite thing about living in Queensland? Being a Queenslander? Yeah. What is the bravest thing you've ever done? Not wear a cup in the morning when the kids come and jump into bed. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next question is, what's the stupidest thing you've ever done? Can we make that one yeah. question? Okay, <laughs> so that's the same answer? Yeah. Okay. If you could change one thing about the planet, what would it be? There's there's a lot of things, isn't there? Um, less flies? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> less flies in Queensland? Less flies. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> what's the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? Saying yes to the podcast. That, that might have been answer number four, the stupidest thing you've ever done. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you haven't heard the episode yet. <laughs> no. Hey, if you could teach one subject at your kid's school, what would you go and teach? Oh, I think it'd be cooking. Ah, uh, see? Yeah. <laughs> see, that's it. What a great answer. Uh, what's your favourite beverage? No, oh, it's beer. Oh, really? Yeah, it's beer. Yeah, I like beer too. Yeah. What, what sort of beer do you like? Have uh, you got a I, like, I like an ale. Do you like Guinness? I like Guinness. I, I don't love Guinness. Really? Like, yeah, I, I like it with certain things, like, yeah. an, like a pie. Okay, okay. With, yeah, a, like, with a meal. Yeah, you know? yeah, pie, yeah, yeah. What would you order at drive through? Coffee. Really? Coffee? Yeah, coffee. Because yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really like the food. What was the last thing you cooked in your wood fight oven? Yeah, it was, was, a, it, was it this tomahawk? meeting? Yeah, <laughs> yeah just before. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually just as you turned up. Oh, like that, that that was ready. You know, it freaking amazing, Chris. That was just um, that's genius. See, that was well planned. If you wrote an autobiography or a cookbook, in fact, what would you call it? I'd have to be Alfonso Rossi. Uh, yeah, of course, with the big oven on the front. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd buy a copy. Oh, would you? Yeah, I would. Thanks, I would. Mark. Uh, maybe two kittens or puppies. Puppies. Absolutely, because I'm looking at you gorgeous <laughs> puppy. Kittens, you have to work for their affection. Yeah, yeah, yeah puppy just gives it. Yeah. <laughs> Does your puppy like food from your oven? Yeah. Yeah, it would have yeah. to, right? Yeah, it just stands there and watches yeah, me. Just, just like, waits. Like a tennis just coach. And if you could switch lives with one person for a day, who would that be? Oh, boy. Past or present? The one that actually came up with 
the pizza, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. That, that would be pretty cool. All yeah. right. What's your favourite restaurant? I have a restaurant that I want to go to. Yeah, and what's that's that? Agnes in Brisbane. They're a wood-fired restaurant. Whereabouts? In Brisbane, is it? I don't know where it is. I, I just follow them on Instagram. Okay. Can and you send me that? Because uh, I'm yeah. looking for wood-fired oven restaurants yeah. locally. Oh, that'd be good. I don't know if they're wood- I think they're open- yeah, open sort of, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but still, yeah, I'm still using yeah. wood. Yeah, and they do everything like they they do the drinks with smoke in them, and yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I'd love to go there. Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> well, maybe we should go. We should. Maybe we should go. Yeah. Come up to Brisbane. We'll go. We'll go out for dinner. What's your favourite movie of all time? Ace Ventura. Huh? Oh, you cool? Yeah. I can I can watch that uh, every time. Is that and, right? And it'd be like the first time I'm watching it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Who's your favourite superhero? I, know, I really like Spider Man. Spider Man's cool. Yeah, yeah, he'd be mine too. From I remember Spider Man as a kid. He was great. What is one place you want to visit? Oh, I have to be Italy. Yeah, whereabouts? Yeah. Oh, down and down and where the family's from, yeah. down in Calabria. Yeah, it'd be lovely. The area of Rochello, I think. If you had one superpower, what would it be? And then I'll tell you what Clive's was. His was actually quite genius. So was yeah, it? Yeah, but I won't tell you until you've answered okay, it. Okay. What is one superpower? Super- Maybe just click my fingers and the oven's on. I don't know. Oh, so that'd be good. <laughs> or click your fingers and it's all clean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be good. good uh, Clive's was uh, the ability to go back in time and redo your dish again when you've mucked it up. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that is genius. That is pretty good. Okay, what is one dish your family would agree was the worst you've made? Oh, there's been a couple. Oh, yeah. Did you make a peanut butter pizza? Yeah, peanut butter. That one I posted, yeah. Since it didn't go down well? No, it wasn't real good because I okay. burnt the chocolate on it. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. okay. And even uh, like my kids, they'll eat anything. Yeah. And I'm like, here you go, kids, peanut oh. butter and chocolate. They're like, mm. did you disappoint your kids? Chris? I did. Oh. Last question. You're up to last one. What is one thing you cannot do without? I'll have to be my wife. Chris, thank you so much for agreeing to host me here at your place in front of your gorgeous bright red brick D105 Woodfight Oven. It's been a real pleasure to meet you uh, and your lovely wife today and to hear about your passion for Woodfight Oven cooking and your obvious love for your family and your heritage. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks very much for having me. <laughs> Mate, it's been really great. Just a reminder for the listeners to go check out Chris's Instagram profile at, see if I get this right, L underscore. L. Ill. <laughs> Ill. Like, uh, Ill. Ill underscore Forno underscore Rosso. Give him a follow. What an amazing motivational foodie feed you've got. Chris, thanks so much for coming on the Woodfight Oven podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. If you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure you follow the Woodfight Oven podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Please consider posting a review on Apple Podcasts as this really helps the show. Don't forget to check out woodfightoven.cooking for more tips, tricks, and advice on cooking with fire. You can also see full episode notes and links. Please head over and join my Facebook group, Woodfight Oven Chronicles, to discuss this episode and to see some behind-the-scenes info on my guests. Follow me on Instagram at marks underscore woodfiredoven and get in touch. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you in a couple of weeks for the next episode of the Woodfight Oven Podcast.